You say teenager, I say toddler. Two longtime friends in different seasons of parenting process the past while dealing with the craziness of today. Enjoy! Welcome back, everybody, to You Say Teenager, I Say Toddler. You say teenager, I say toddler. Teenager, toddler, teenager, toddler. It is uh, week seven of The Bachelor season 25 with Matt James. Is that right? Week seven? Yeah. Who's counting? So much fun. Um, so a lot happened on this show. We're going to talk about a couple things before we get to the show. Can we... Um, we, Kurt and I haven't discussed this. So I was a few minutes late to our recording sesh because time has lost all meaning here in Texas. I don't know if you guys are watching the news, but there is a huge chunk of Texas that does not have any power and we have record low temperatures and snow on the ground. I've lived in Texas most of my life. What am I? 41. I lived here 35 of my 41 years and we I have never seen snow like like this in Texas. <laughs> it's insane. And um unfortunately it was a really bad time for the power to go out for a lot of people. So I am sending lots of love and light to everybody that is dealing with the nonsense of having no heat, no way to warm their food. Uh, nothing to watch, no way to charge up their phones. And they, they can't get in a car and go somewhere because the streets are icy and snowy. And our cars are not equipped to deal with this. Our infrastructure is not equipped to deal with this. And and everybody's like, pipes are bursting in their house. Oh, um, God. It's insane. It's insane right now because our state is not set up to deal with this because these things don't happen in, in Texas, <sighs> like, you know, but once every century. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's absolutely bonkers. Thankfully here <laughs> where we are, I have not experienced a power outage yet. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Um, we are very, very lucky, very blessed that we haven't had to deal with that. Uh, we may still have to, because they're predicting more snow, um, there's like a 36 hour window of more snow and more, more ice storms or winter storm. There's still a winter storm warning in place that starts tonight and goes through Thursday morning tonight being my God. Thursday. Yeah. So we could very well lose power or pipes could burst or water heater might die. I mean, who knows all around us stuff is happening. So I was wondering, do you guys like dripping like for precautions? Are you like yeah. dripping your faucets and yes, stuff like so that? Yes, so we covered up the outside faucets. We're dripping the faucets. Um, we discovered that the night when it first started snowing, because the snow was really like almost like tiny little pellets. It was almost a little bit like tiny sleet. The way And it was coming at an angle. And I could hear something. But like I was listening to it. It was like, that's the attic. That's not the roof. So we had to go up into the attic on, I guess it was Sunday night, and there was snow coming in. Uh, (gasps) And our roof just got replaced in September. So we don't know if that's like, you know, normal or whatever, because he, my husband reached out to the roofer and said, this is happening. And he said, it's probably just a vent at the, um, where do you call it? They call it like cornice vent or whatever. I don't know, like where they, where the, the things come together. And, um, but actual snow was, you could see snow coming. Yeah. There was snow falling on our heads. 
Um, and oh like there was this, um, part up at the corner where there was like ice kind of built up, snow kind of built up. So, oh. um, unfortunately in this neighborhood, the water heaters are in the attic. So people are starting to like their water heaters are starting to break or burst or whatever. And so I'm, I'm really nervous. And with the snow coming in to the attic, it's like, oh God, we could be really screwed. So we're keeping our fingers crossed. I'm wondering if maybe we should like we have one tiny space heater that barely works, um, but I'm wondering if we should like stick it up there. I don't know. Oh my gosh. I don't so, know if we should be doing more to try to prevent. So far, we haven't had any issues. Again, knock on wood, we are very, very blessed thus far. So we got to hang in there for that last leg. Hang in there. So house. are you guys like, you can't go to the markets or things like that? Or you just have to be really careful? Well, HEB like, did open up, is opening up today from, from noon to five. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. very few people that are actually able to make it into work. They probably just ask, like, if you can get here safely, we'll pay you triple overtime or whatever to any of their employees. I doubt that. Oh, oh the I market. don't doubt yes. that. H-E-B. H-E-B. Oh, I thought you meant Walmart. jobs. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're no, talking no, about I'm... H-E-B. They, teach, they, they treat their employees much better. In fact, they were, like, on the forefront of all the things that they did for their employees with COVID. Oh, like, nice. apparently, they were way out ahead of... Like they had the plexiglass barriers up mm-hmm. within a day or two of the schools being nice. shut down and stuff like that. Like they they had already had a lot of things. Nice. Not to say that it doesn't suck working, being a frontline worker in the midst of all of this nonsense. It's just that <laughs> we just pause for a minute and just take in what the fuck <laughs> has happened these last like 11 months. We're coming up on the on the um, anniversary of when everything got shut down. It's been like 11, 10 and a half to 11 yes. months since that happened. Yes, like, it was in March. What else is going on? Oh, my gosh. So I, I was wondering, like, are like Postmates and things like that, are they operating? Are people still driving in there? I mean, I don't I'm know. Sure. I'm not going to order anything. I'm not going to, like, ask somebody to do that for me and put their lives in jeopardy so I can <laughs> no. have a pizza. I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> oh, so we have plenty of food we can make do here. I've got lots of stuff in the freezer, and I haven't lost power yet to cook with. So it would not be a good idea. I can't imagine that anybody would be out driving you're stocked up now someone like me i need to learn to stock up better i I mean just in general i mean i'm kind of learning to like stock like pantry stuff you know just like every time i go like grab like extra stuff so we'll have but i'm not really good about like freezing stuff i don't know because we just we eat fresh stuff right exactly it's good i think it's not a bad thing to be like it's not my habit to stockpile food i think that's really good I just happen to cook a lot, even though I have yeah. a small family and half the time my child won't eat what I cooked anyway. So like a lot oh, of it just yeah. frozen, you know, and my oh, husband, you mean like meals are frozen. Yeah. Meals are like, frozen, but I also have like, um, you know, some frozen meat. Mm-hmm. And, um, we have a few things that we buy for our son, like the Applegate organic chicken patties. And stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, we warm those up. It's a real easy way to give him his protein for dinner or whatever. Um, so anyways, I don't even know where, like now I'm rambling, but my point is, it's just like, what in the I'm so sorry. is happening in the ethers that it's okay. Well, I mean, I'm okay right now. My sister has been without power for quite some time. My brother is now without power and their pipes are, are down as well where he is in San Marcos. Luckily, my oh, mom no. um, is with power, but her pipes are frozen now. Um, so 
it's almost like I have survivor's guilt right now because here in our house, we have not dealt with anything quite yet other than the snow in the attic. <laughs> um, but that's, nothing has... That's a little alarming. That's, my, that's something you got to get checked out. That's weird. No, we definitely that's... have to. Because um, the guy was like, you know, it's probably just this. And, he, and my husband was like, well, probably. That doesn't need to happen. That, that yeah, it may be that, but you still need to check it out when there's a chance. I don't mean right now while it's snowing, you don't have to do that. But the guy hasn't responded again, so we'll see if he he's probably overloaded with what's going on. Um, but no, listen, I have some business partners down in South Texas, and they have not. They're like in a small town, and they have not had electricity or like what like running water for like days and mm-hmm. um some family is also in that town and some and some business partners of mine and um luckily they like were in an older house and had like care like some other kind of heater in the living room like a gas it's just heater? like yeah i guess so or propane or something oh, okay. Okay. um oh yeah 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 my grandmother used to have one of those okay yeah because you live in an older house but like it's just like there's like blankets over the doors to keep the heat in. She's like it's survival mode. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of people I, I, are in survival I, mode right now. And it's like weird. I'm looking out and it's like sunny probably close to 70. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's like it's weird. It's just we live in the same country. Right. But it's so bizarre. Anyway, my heart goes out to everybody. Shit. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people are, are, you know, packing up and going to a hotel that has a, you know, a generator, they have warm shelters, like they've opened up some of the schools, because I guess the schools have their own generators, or backup generators or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I mean, because these are the kind of temperatures where you will die. Um, So there people are trying their best to help in COVID too, they're going exactly. to shelters. In co- they're oh going to god. shelters and piling up. Yeah. Oh my god! It's this is all just absolutely incredible to to stand back and so, behold. I'm curious. Do you guys have a good governor? Is like he and like taking charge of this? Do you feel? Or? Well, define good governor. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, I guess like like Como in New York. Like he's like daddy's in charge. We're gonna do this, this, and this. Like we saw more out of him than we did our president. Like I felt like, Oh, like daddy's in charge. Do you have that kind of feeling? Honestly, I, I don't know that I can speak to this because Mm -hmm. like we talked about when you were making fun of me for reading newspapers, I am trying to get better about being up on what's happening locally, but I have not done a good job of really paying attention to state politics as much as I could. Mm -hmm. If it didn't involve education or something having to do with, you know, something that directly affected me, it was something that didn't internalize in me, if that makes sense. Like I I really kind of only internalized the things that I read that directly affected me, which is a human aspect, but I need to, I need to be better about that. And you know what I need to do? I need to find some like local news podcasts, um, maybe just like state news podcast or something. I wonder if that exists. Um, to keep up with that sort of thing. But people are very disappointed with, um, and when I say people, I'm just talking about scrolling through my social media, if I'm being totally mm-hmm. honest. Um, they're a bit disappointed with what's going with uh, the response of Adler, of Mayor Adler in Austin, but he's not my mayor anymore. Uh, in Round Rock, as far as I know, I don't know of anybody in Round Rock that's dealing with the power thing. 
people in Round Rock are more dealing with water right now, um, the pipes freezing and that sort of thing. But I mean, what can they do? How can I don't know what they did to prepare for this when we saw snow coming. But like I said, Texas is not set up to deal with this kind of thing. Our infrastructure doesn't support it because it happens like once every three decades. And so I'm I'm okay with the state not spending money on unnecessary equipment that's going to be outmoded by the time it's actually needed. Um, you know, in situations like this, we all just need to keep our butts home. The problem is the power. If it weren't for the power, none of this would, you know, really be, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, no, it... Yeah. I mean, people's pipes probably wouldn't be freezing the way that they are if power were on, keeping the home warm. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm rambling. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know enough about any of this to it's okay. have an opinion. We're processing. Yeah. No, I asked. Um, you it's know, just the bachelor, the bachelor people are gonna get quite an education today. I love it. Apparently. Thanks for hanging in there. We are getting to the bachelor stuff, but no, this yes. is like epic. I guess my main question was is is Texas, is it like declared a state of emergency? Like, is it like like you know what I mean? Like there's a hurricane right. or like um, for federal, I guess that's for federal thing, right? Like a fet you get federal aid. Right. I do know that um federal aid has been requested of Biden. Um, and I do know that I've seen some really snarky comments, you know, from people about Texas asking for help when from Biden, when they, we didn't vote for him or whatever. It's like, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, I did vote for him. First of all, like, yeah. don't lump and, everybody and, in. But yeah, what does yeah, that yeah. got to do with anything? Exactly. I, yeah. And he said, we, we're trying to get out of that. Like he said, I'm the president for those that voted for me and that didn't. We right. want to get back to get away from that. You know. It was just a really odd way to respond, but it's it's easy for somebody <laughs> in another state to respond oh God. that way yeah. who's not in the middle of this of this. They're probably from California. <laughs> I'll be curious to see. I wouldn't, I know, right? I'll be curious to see if we have any casualties. Is that the right word? I, I mean, I wouldn't be in the least bit surprised if there have been some deaths at this point. I mean, obviously there have been deaths from the car accidents that occurred. Like, I don't know if you saw uh. that. I believe it ended up being like around 160 car pile up in Fort Worth. Um, what? There were at least, have you not seen the video of this? No. Oh, it was so bad. This happened at the end of last week. It was really, really bad, really bad because it was down this hill. The roads had started oh, icing up. Everybody no. was trying to get home and that like it wasn't, no. it was preceding the really bad weather and, um, there were still a number, like quite a few people still on the road at this point in time. And it was, it was huge. And there's video footage of a FedEx truck that just could not slow down coming down that hill, that icy hill could not slow down and just plowed into people that were already piled up. It was really bad. So quite a few deaths out of that. So we know that there have been some deaths on the road. I'm going to be curious to see curious that's not a very good word, is it? I'm bracing myself to hear how many casualties there were of homeless, of um, elderly, of any family dealing with having no power. I just want, if there's anybody not taking this seriously, I just want you to think about this. I was just reading a post from a fellow mom. She has a newborn and a toddler. They haven't had power for, I believe, 36 hours, she said. Right now, the middle of the day, it's 20 degrees where I am. 
That means in the middle of the night, it gets down to about seven degrees. Oh, my God. And you have no heat. You have no way to heat up food. And you've got two children that you're trying to care for and keep warm and keep fed. And they don't understand what's going on. You get, A lot of people are getting in their car and riding their car to try and warm up. But you can only do that mm-hmm. for so long because of the gas, obviously. Mm-hmm. And if your car was in your driveway anyways, the, the, the amount of time it takes to warm up is like uh, exorbitant because it's covered in snow. Like just getting into the car is, mm-hmm. a, is a feat right now. So it's oh my just, God. It's positively bonkers. The shit is bananas right now. And my heart goes out to everybody. So the power is because of the power lines freezing, like the heavy, like, cause it, it had rained and then like that froze like ice. Honestly, I, I hear so many different things. I don't actually know which one is correct, but it's probably all of it. I'm hearing mm-hmm. that, Cause remember I told you how there's like a, there's a film of ice over all the trees because it rained. Mm-hmm. It was really cold and it rained, but nothing was freezing temperatures yet. Mm-hmm. It rained and all that water was sitting on the trees, on the mm. branches and the leaves. And then it froze, leaving these mm-hmm. big blocks of, you know, these big icicles of um, that are weighing down the trees. So a lot of huge branches or trees at large came down. And I'm hearing that some of this is happening because of the, the power lines being taken out by the trees. Then I think some of it happened because they were deliberately doing rolling blackouts because there was too much energy being used, but then they weren't able to get the generators back on. I've also heard that it has to do with, because we do rely on some wind power and apparently some of the, um, the not windmill, there's another word that I'm looking for, but the turbines or whatnot are freezing. Um, And so it's just, there's a clusterfuck and a half. Mm. As far as I can tell, it's multiple things that are happening that are um, preventing them from truly getting the power on and keeping it on, or at the very least, having it intermittently on for everybody. Because my understanding was it was supposed to be rolling blackouts like 10 minutes off, 30 minutes on, 10 minutes off to try and alleviate some of the stress on these generators. But that's just not what's happening. Some people are just without power and and that's it. And they have zero oh my goodness. coming back on. And my sister's one of them. They're telling, they're Aww. saying like power tomorrow, maybe around 5 p.m. And they've already been without power for a long time. Oh no. So it's been getting down to like 40 degrees in their in their apartment and they've done And that's the thing things. if you have an apartment like you don't have like a fireplace or you don't have Right. Right. Oh my god. Even how if scary. you have a fireplace it might be an electric fireplace or a yeah. lot of people they don't have firewood or at this point they're out of firewood and they don't have mm-hmm. one of the like we have the fake logs or at least we did in our last mm-hmm place i believe that's what this new place is like we haven't fired up the new fireplace we're trying to Mm -hmm. you know not use we're trying to use as little power as possible um because they're everybody's saying like help conserve that energy but i don't even know if the gas i don't know we haven't used our new fireplace in this Mm. this house so i'm assuming it works like the old one from what i can tell but so i'm assuming hubby's home and little man yes Everybody is stuck at home. Yep, yep, yep. Everybody's Yay. stuck at home. Yay. Well, yeah, here we okay. are. Here we are. So, okay, enough of that. Enough of the, well, no. the doom and gloom. So let's talk about something really important now. Let's talk, let's talk about, talk about what's really important in life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There is a lot going down to talk about in this last episode. But before we get into that, you know, we're on this Facebook group and it's it was Brett, a previous bachelor, 
Brett. The Facebook page that I'm on, I thought, or maybe it's just some random guy that started it. The one that oh, you added me to. Brett's bachelor. Um, Brett Vergara mm-hmm. um, has a podcast and he, he used to work for some sort of, like, I want to say Buzzfeed or some kind of place like that. Mm-hmm. He's a good writer, very clever guy. And he, his Twitter game is off the chain. And so he garnered a lot of attention because he had the funniest tweets and he, he live tweets during bachelor during the episode. And so, um, lots of people follow him. Well, Brett's bachelor buds or whatever, that Facebook page that you're on with me now, um, are just people who enjoy his, his commentary and just enjoy bachelor world. It's just, you know, it's an interest group. Um, this is like a cult. It is. There is a big time cult following and I'm part of it. So last night, Brett actually tweeted that he would not be tweeting during the episode. And there's a lot of people who are kind of boycotting. Oh, was it because episodes right now. because of what happened? Is yes, because of what happened with Chris Harrison and Rachel Lindsay, which I say more power to you. That's awesome. So he said, I'm not going to be tweeting out of respect to, um, I guess most... <sighs> I can't rem- I don't want to misquote him, but I think it was just kind of out of respect to what's happening and who it's mm-hmm. happening to not going to be tweeting tonight. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So there was not a lot going on on the Twitter game last night. There were a lot of people choosing not to do that or, or choosing not to watch it at all. So that's interesting and something for us to think about. But I'll say but, this but then, hmm? uh, because when you and I spoke for our emergency meeting on Friday, we mm-hmm. read over Rachel's apology. And we mentioned that Chris had, you know, apologized as well. And he hadn't, he hadn't apologized at that point when we did our emergency. Yeah. Chris Harrison. Yeah. I think it was just like a apology, but that came after. Okay. Or maybe, or maybe there was the one that you sent me. It was like, it was a total different tone. Obviously he was coached and like, Oh, I have like, it was a total, like a different person was, you know, apologizing. Maybe it was a ho-hum apology that he did right i think that like you know it was probably worded well because he probably had a you know some help with it Mm -hmm. but i think it was added on to later which is what i want to mention now basically though he is stepping down from the bachelor for the time being he said for the rest of the season which is kind of ridiculous because the season (laughs) has been filmed so the only thing left to film of this season is what's called afr after the final rose which is done i think live so on after the final rose, he will not be hosting it. And everybody's like, oh, is Rachel Lindsay going to do it? I've heard, you know, some grumblings or not grumblings, but like whispers. Oh, let's get Rachel to do it. But I, I don't think that she's going to because I. I That's too predictable. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I don't know if it, there's that or if she's just like, you know, it, it, I don't know how much she wants to be involved with the franchise with the way things you, keep going, but I think it's huge that he's stepping down. So maybe she'll be willing to come kind of come back more like they're taking this seriously. Um, I think there's a good possibility that Tasha, our last black bachelorette will host or uh, Ben Higgins is a favorite, but he's another white male. So if they want a diverse <laughs> um, host to step in, it might be something where it's somebody completely out of the franchise or it could be like Tasha or Mike Johnson, one of the fan favorites that is a person of color. Okay. So, okay. By him stepping down, I mean, 
I mean, I understand he's trying to like make a statement, but he may not come back. People may not want him to come back. Right. Also, I heard another end of the boy, and I heard I was reading that some people were boycotting, but then other people were like, "No, we need to give the show ratings now that Chris is gone. We need to show them that oh, we can. Yeah. Chris doesn't oh, need to be a part of this. That makes so sense. It's a double. It's a double edged double edged sword. Yeah. Right. Um, here's what I was thinking yesterday, just to see how you know, obviously where this is going, and Rachel's in the hometown and all that. We'll talk about, but Rachel could very well be the winner. And that's why Chris like went so hard for everybody. Right. I think in a way he might've kind of given away. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Rachel. I'm with, um, I've said for a while, I think I would not be in the least bit surprised if she wins. He um, wants her. And um, it'll be very interesting because her family just, I know they just show clips and it's editing, but didn't seem very, very happy. Yeah. That she was, um, you know, how long have you known this? I don't know how much is for the drama. Well, and then apparently she dies skydiving. I don't know what the fuck was going on with that preview. She dies? You know what I mean. Like, did you see the clip of her, like, coming down with. She came down hard. She came down hard. And I'm pretty sure that was Rachel. She was was skydiving tandem. Could you ever. I'm just going to say this. I don't know how I could physically jump out of a plane. I don't think, I think I would pass out. I've done it before. You skydived? Yeah. I, I don't remember that. Was it you and hubby? Um, no, it was just me, but hubby bought me the skydiving excursion for our one year anniversary. He'd already skydived before, so he didn't really feel the need to, <laughs> to mm-hmm. do it as well. And it's not like we could skydive together. Um, I had no experience with it whatsoever. So I was required to do a tandem um with someone you know i would have enjoyed it a lot more if i hadn't been kind of creeped out by the guy that i was going tandem with oh he was kind of crazy was he an instructor yeah like instructor skydiving person certified see i feel better because i feel like what if people do people ever pass out when they jump out of a plane i mean i think that i would i don't know that just creeps me sure they do yeah some people do and then you would like die yeah. No. Oh, well, if you were if you're solo. diving, yeah, if you're solo, then ah. obviously, yeah. Ah. Um, I don't know. There might be some sort of like once you hit a certain altitude, there's an emergency. I don't know, whatever. I, I don't know anything about it. I wasn't worried. There's no point in being worried. People do this every day, jumping out of planes and using a parachute. It was fun. Um, we paid for a video a videographer to, to jump and film me. Um, the wind was so crazy that day that he could only film a little bit. And then he ended up really far away. Um, so I didn't Mm. film me like, like landing or whatever, but I don't remember it being a tough landing or anything like that. Um, I I was happy. Did it happen fast? Did it happen fast? Um, like when you jumped, were you like, it seemed like no time you were on the ground. I don't remember feeling like it was insanely fast. You know, you're falling, falling, falling. And then they, they know what they're doing. So they tell you when to pull the the strap to release the parachute. And then you kind of, and it pulls you back up into the air. I am so sweaty. I am like having panics thinking about about just jumping out of a fucking plane. Was there a moment when you were like, I can't do this or was there never, or like, oh shit, what did I do? 
No. Was there ever? Okay, yeah. I'm just I don't not really remember that. that. I don't really remember feeling that way. I was excited. You hear me? I, I'm like, I, I need to stop talking about this. <laughs> like, I seriously am like, oh, okay. There are things like that that would make me like just completely flip out, but not this. Um, what would make you flip out? Like, I'm claustrophobic. The idea of being like, oh. In a casket. Alive. I can't, I can't, Yo, I, said it I, before can't I can't, um, and then the thought of like being in a confined space with like things that crawl on you, like on fear factor, when they stick like <laughs> a bunch of spiders and something on you like that, that really does. That's, that's really gross. Those things really kind of make me like, Oh my God, why would anybody sign on for something like that? I can't think about that, but, um, so you're really claustrophobic. I can't stand it. Ugh. Really? <sighs> yes. So getting in an elevator brought part you? of the reason I want to be cremated just in case I'm not actually dead, just burn me to death so that I don't wake up in a coffin. So yeah, just, yeah. So even though after they drain your blood and pump your body with chemicals, just in case you're still alive, just in case. you wake up. Well, that'd be a biggest, Oh my God. Imagine the fear or like, Oh, okay. Last thing. And we'll get back on track. But, um, what's the show that creepy show on Netflix? It's like a series. You don't have to. You don't have to watch them. American Horror Story. Oh yeah, that the was- one. Um, American Horror Story. One where it's the New Orleans one, and I, and I stopped watching it there. I got to get back to it. But there was obviously a woman buried alive for like four hundred years because she there was a curse on her by the slaves. There was like voodoo. Yeah. And just imagine, like she was alive for like no, four hundred no, years. No, 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 no. We're not going there. No. Okay, can't do it. Can't do See? It. Okay, so no, yeah, you, you, that's you for like me jumping out of a plane. Like, give me a casket any day. <laughs> How the fuck did we go down this rabbit hole? No. Because we're talking about the Bachelor. Okay, so next week there's going to be some skydiving, but okay, and somebody almost in, dies. Okay, before we jump into the nitty gritty, let's go back to the Tyler alert, the Tyler watch alert. Okay, so on the reason I asked about Brett's Facebook page or Brett's buds or whatever is because there was a picture that surfaced on there from uh, Instagram, and it was like, oh look, Daddy and Son out to dinner, and it was funny because it was Tyler and the way that he was sitting across the table, and there was a guy from a previous. I'm new to the bachelor world. So there was the guy that was a previous contestant. They were out to dinner and it was so daddy son vibes. It's not even funny. And it's just like, I have my eye on you, Tyler. Now when I'm coming say, for you. When you say <laughs> daddy son, is that for lack of a better way of asking this, is that some sort of gay reference? Yeah. It's like, a, daddy yeah. Daddy son, son, like an older like older guy, wealth with money, taking his boy out to dinner. So it's a what do we call it? A sugar daddy son. Sort of. Yeah, situation. yeah, sort of. Or it doesn't even have to be sugar daddy. It's just it can just be older, like daddy son, like a older and I know you said he's not that much older, but he looks quite a bit older than Tyler. Actually, Tyler is a boy. Almost oh. at all. Um, if he is, it's only a few years. So those of you who do know Bachelor and don't know what picture. <laughs> Kurt is talking about a picture of Bennett having dinner with Tyler. Bennett was on Tasha's season. Well, started off on Claire's and then it became Tasha's season of The Bachelorette just the last season. And he's a Harvard graduate. And they oh, really played up his um his oh, I'm Harvard Accolades. educated mm-hmm. and he's bougie and he likes his wine and he wears loafers and it's just this ridiculous preppy, you know, 
<coughs> Sorry, kind of me. situation. Yeah, <coughs> he's a financial advisor or whatever, whatever the fuck. His Instagram, I, I looked, I so obviously I'm like, who is this guy? And it just gross feeling all together looking at his, I'm was that kind of the vibe on the show? Well, at first it was all just kind of a caricature and he was funny and people liked him because they were playing up the 007 thing with him. But mm-hmm. then he started going after another cast member that was younger and just being super oh. condescending and gross. And and I couldn't stand him. Really? Condescending because uh, he felt the need because of his Harvard education or yeah, his like income? He kept, yeah. So Bennett said, w- kept calling the other guy. His name was Noah. And Noah was a bit on the younger side. I think he was 24. Um, and he was like young Noah and he kept accusing him of having no emotional intelligence. And he bought him a, oh gift of a, a book about emotional intelligence and said, I think that you possess one of the four tenets of emotional intelligence, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what all he was going off, but it was, it was really gross to me. I didn't like it at oh, yeah. all. Um, was he in the final, was he in the final pick? No, he was like maybe top six, seven. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Weird. Who cares? I'm just curious. But anyway, maybe you can, you can post the picture below this episode. If not, no worries. Um, okay. But um, it's just the way that it is. Like he's like in this sweater and Bennett's all like dressed up and it's just like, hi, dad. Can I order? And they have like the still cake. maintain that Tyler's going to be coming forth with some information at some point. I, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he comes out and he's like, hey, I'm bye, by the way. Great. Good for you. Who knows? I have other things to worry about. So here's the thing. We start out the episode because remember the previous episode, Heather shows up in her minivan (laughs) (laughs) and her white dress. And, you know, she comes in there and all the girls are like, oh, my God. No, she didn't. And she interrupts. Was it Piper? Right. Yes. She interrupts Piper, Piper was and it was just mm-hmm. oh, Piper already. It was an emotional mess this last few episodes, so she's the wrong person to interrupt. <laughs> but but Matt like was you know awkwardly kind of like laughing, and he asked Piper to excuse them, and so you know Heather was talking about she's friends with Hannah, and that Hannah knows Matt, and like Hannah just said that oh you'd be great with Matt, and so for a minute there, I think that we were all kind of like okay, Matt seems to respect Hannah's opinion. Is he going to like keep this girl around? Right. And then he, you know, and then he took a minute and then he came back and he did the right choice. He's like, I've told all his word wouldn't stand for anything. I feel like if he accepted her, cause he's already told all these women, like I have feelings for you, but some of them, right. you know, and you know, he let her go. And remember when he comes back in and he's like, Hey ladies, this is how I'm handling it. My heart's here. All of the, all the women were like, Oh, he's just so much hotter the way he handled yeah. that. I do agree how he handled that it was kind of hot what do you think no uh, whatever (laughs) um what you glossed over though when he took a minute heather had to go face the fire of these women and they laid into her it was really gross to watch um I kind of came in in the middle of it. I need to go back and watch the very beginning of the episode again because I was putting my son down for the night. But um, I came into it whenever Jasenia was going off on her. So I was kind of disappointed in Jasenia. Kit says, I mean, like, bitch, what are you doing here? Um, Yeah. Oh, Jasenia said, I guess Jasenia said something to the effects of, oh, so you couldn't make it on your season. So you're going to crash this season or something like that. I mean, all it was a whole gaggle of women. Oh, and Serena, Serena, Serena had lots to say to Heather. 
Um, oh god! <laughs> I was just <laughs> like, like oh my <laughs> god, I can't stand you. You are awful, awful, awful. Yeah. They, so, Ugh. you know, it was kind of like, uh, <laughs> did we not learn anything from the first few weeks or from the first round of new girls that came? It was really. Uh, That's why I was shocked because imagine if she stuck around because we had the whole like calling of the girls because of how they reacted and i was really yeah. surprised to hear kit say bitch like yeah she said bitch what are you doing here yeah and then you know yesenia and i'm like my people's memories yeah. fade quickly yeah, short memories but so, come on but okay but think about this leanne they have so much invested and it's I, already intense i'm as not it is saying that it wouldn't be frustrating i'm not saying that at all but regardless of how frustrating a situation is, like, is it really necessary to call a complete stranger bitch and no, um, no. to talk to her like that? Oh, and then she said, like, you made they made her fucking cry. A complete <laughs> stranger. They don't know anything about this girl. <laughs> and then they make her cry. And Serena then goes, just go tell it in an ITM because I'm done with your oh, yeah. tears or I don't want to deal with your tears. <laughs> I don't want to deal with your tears. Yeah, I, I was just like, I love your, I love wow, your this is a really bad look, ladies. So on Twitter, Twitter was blowing up with the holy shit. They were mean to her complete bullies. Apparently they didn't learn shit. And I get that they, it's been a long road to haul. I get all of it, but I was really disappointed. I was just like, y'all are pretty gross right now. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm going, ew. Mm, that's interesting. I mean, well, she should, I, I don't agree with the way she was treated, but she shouldn't have showed up there. I mean, Here's what was she the expecting? problem though. I don't, I don't know, obviously what was going on behind the scenes, but I wouldn't be in the least bit surprised if they weren't like egging her on. Oh, of course. I mean, no, of course, but yeah, no, I mean, I mean she had to clear all this, especially during COVID. Like it was all in the works. Right. And I don't know if she really came forward or if they like dug it up, you know, they're, they're smart people that are making a lot of money that are, they're creating this stuff behind the scenes. Right. So we had the rose ceremony and thank God. Bye, 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 Serena. Thank Finally. you, Jesus. Serena, she lasted, she should have, have been cut. I never believed in the existence of God more than that moment when she left. <laughs> oh my God, I love you. I love this. Uh, yes, that's a quote. You got to remember that quote when you're oh, editing this. Oh, now I'm going to cut I that. have never um, believed in it. No, don't cut that shit. I'll be <laughs> mad at you. Listen, um, it, she should have been cut two rose ceremonies ago, but yeah, she was out. And um, she's got a bit of growing to do. I'm not going to say she's a horrible person. I'm just going to say she's not as evolved as she will be in about 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. She has to, she has that whole mean girl. We're not in high school anymore. An OC, you know, I feel like, I don't know. Okay. Um, I just, that's the whole vibe I got. I think she's in San Diego. So Serena and Chelsea went home. Was, did anybody mm -hmm. else go home? I think it was just the two of them. And Abigail got the final rose. She was sweating it. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then here's the thing. We have a date card show up. Date card show up. And it's Serena. Who and we have a tantric. And a one on one. Yes. She has. Okay. And then we're doing this tantric yoga, which I thought was kind of cool and kind of hot in some ways. I think someone that you like, it'd be kind of cool to explore 
like a like a little deeper like you know me i'm all i was down that. with serene i mean i was down with what serena had to say. serena p by the way this is a different serena we're talking about at this point yeah um she was not comfortable at all and i wouldn't have been either I'm like we barely know each other and i'm like in skin tight athletic wear and you're touching me all over the place i'm not here for this no thank you what I kept hearing from Matt was like, oh, yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing. Yes, yes. You know, thank you. And I, and I want you to be honest. But I just thought she was kind of a downer with it because, you know, he on the interviews, he was kind of like, well, I need to see like what we have in common. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I saw no connection there at all. Like, they, I don't understand the connection with her, with, with those two. Um, and he gives her a rose. He gives her a rose. He likes him um, some Serena. So here's the thing. She says she's weird with intimacy. And he's all like, I love that you like, let's see. I love that you. Y'all look at how detailed his notes are. Well, he I have to be. What Matt said. That's insane. Okay, go ahead. This is just me. I'm, I'm a journalist. Okay. This is what I do. Okay. Um, even if it's Bachelor. Um, <laughs> anyway, you know, Matt was just like, yeah, I, lo- I love you being honest. But to me, it was like. There was nothing else there. Oh, she kept saying how she's not good with intimacy and she was pretty closed off. So I was like, Matt, this should be an easy choice. No. And then it's like, oh, let me give you a rose. Like, no, what? no, no, no. First of all. Are you saying I, I'm wrong? Yes, I am. Listen. <laughs> Who is left that leads with her sexuality? Michelle, Rachel, Brie. Serena P, do any of those women lead with their sexuality or even with their looks for that matter? Hmm. They don't. He's not attracted to that kind of girl. He's not attracted to that. So like, what's her face that came in and just like laid it on him? Um, He's not attracted to um, that kind of girl who who's just more kind of overtly and there's nothing wrong with it being that way or not being into that. There's nothing wrong with that. But none of these women are overtly sexual. I get the feeling that her saying I have issues with intimacy didn't mean like I don't like to get intimate. It meant like I'm more guarded. I don't need the whole world to know yeah. what's happening in my bedroom. That was what but I she did gathered. say PDA. She did mention, though, in yeah. public and PDA. And I that's where I was kind of like, huh, I mean. You don't have to like do anything sexual in public, but like holding hands. But still, so, some I'm, people I'm, are not comfortable with that. I had. I just. I, I can't relate. Like that. Oh, see, I just like can't he didn't relate. Even I'm hold touchy hands. feely. Oh, what's well, his then, name? So, I'm kidding. So I'm then, kidding. um, you wouldn't da- you wouldn't want to date somebody who doesn't want to hold hands yeah. in public. But for him, that might actually be kind of a turn on. It's like, oh, she's okay. She's really taking this seriously. She's more guarded. She's not the kind of girl. Um, I get it. Who, who's just going to let me do whatever I want. She's the one holding all the cards here, you know? Can we talk about, though, the sweaty, creepy hand scene? When they were like, she's like, oh, my hands are sweaty. And then the camera goes to, like, showing him caressing her hand. It was just a weird moment. Maybe it's um, my Virgo attention to detail. Uh, see, this is why you, you should take notes, like, hurt. So, um, Who the, the creepy. Like, okay. So well, it was just a weird. You just want to point out that weird... it was a weird moment. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, he's, she's like, oh, my hands are sweating so much. And then, like, the camera goes in to, like, showing him, like, rubbing her hand. It was just weird. Um, and then, you know, Brie comes in. So, here's the thing. Wait a second. 
Okay. Don't don't mince don't mix up the the dates. So that was the date with Serena P. She Serena let P. him know. I, Serena P. Right, not Serena C. Whatever. The I don't remember. The, um, the little petite black Serena. Um, she was uncomfortable with it. She vocalized that he accepted it. He apologized for it. Um, Bachelor Nation, if you're listening, please or like Bachelor producers, please stop doing dates like this. They seem very like non-consensual, like sexual assault kind of situations. So it's just oh. stop. I would have no, I would have no. felt very violated had they put me on that date. Okay. I would have felt very violated. Um, so okay, I get I, I get because you that. don't that's... feel like you can say no. You don't feel like you can say no, and that's not okay. So there's that, and then um, they talk, and everything's good, and he gives her a date, uh, Rose, at the end of the night. So in the meantime, that's her second one-on-one. She's the only person thus far that has had the validation of getting a second one-on-one. Then they get a group date card. It's got everybody Mm -hmm. except Jasenia, which means Abigail is not going to get a one-on-one. There's only two girls in the house that hasn't had a one-on-one, Jasenia and Abigail, and Abigail is not going to get that one-on-one time. She has to go on the group date, and it's the last opportunity for her to talk to him before he makes a decision about hometowns, Uh which is a big deal. And normally, there aren't quite this many girls for him to be deciding amongst for hometowns. So they go on their group date. I don't remember what the fuck they did. What did they do on a group date? What did they do? Oh my gosh! Hung out and went for drinks or something. Is that what? Is that what? I think so. I don't remember like an activity or. I don't remember an activity either. Um, Oh, they were just all hanging out and drinking, and um, yeah. Okay, so they went to a tavern or some shit like that, and he does sit down with Abigail, and you know she's a perceptive girl. I'm sure she knows this is not good. Like he probably Uh is not interested in me, but maybe there's still hope because he gave me that first impression, Rose. So she goes ahead and asks him, you know. I need to know, like, I, I could see a future with you, but like, you know, if you don't see a future with me, I'd rather you send me home now than wait to the rose ceremony. And he went ahead and said, well, we had such a strong connection in the beginning and I trusted it. I probably trusted it too much. Cause I, you know, was like, that's good. So I'm going to go get to know these other girls. And then I did end up, you know, falling for other girls or whatever, which I thought was kind yeah. of a stupid thing to say. I understand exactly, what which, saying, but it was kind of stupid. Yeah. But AKA in guys terms. Yeah. I forgot about you. We had this thing, but in the beginning I didn't know what I was doing. I gave yeah, you a rose. Like other people six weeks later. With yeah, and, with me, and it was obvious you could kind of see, and I do, yeah. I, I do like how she asked him, and I feel like he handled it very well. But I, I did like her. Everybody and, does. Everybody likes Abigail, and there's a good possibility that she will be the next Bachelorette. That will be another oh, way for them to provide some diversity because she's, you know, dealing with a disability. Um, so I'm sure I they like protected it. her. You know, they protected her and made sure that she yeah. had the best edit possible. And she went home, and that was a little bit heartbreaking. So she left, and everybody was a little bit shaken up. And then Kit, Kit comes and then, in. Yeah, Kit comes in and comes over to his house. Yeah. Actually, no, wait, no, no. First, oh, she not came yet, in and not yet. Yeah. So on the group date, her and Kit, he and Kit talk, and Kit proceeds to say, um, "Here is my life plan." Don't think that you're going to get in the way of it. Um, if you're not on board with my life plan, then maybe I'm not the person for you is basically what I gathered from that. Oh, yeah. Basically saying, like, I'm young and I'm going to go to school and I have my career and I don't want to think I about it. I don't want children kids until I'm 25, until which yeah, is and- hilarious because, <laughs> because she's 21. One. It's like 25, so young to have children, but she's only oh, 21. Yeah, on so purpose. for her to say, I don't want children until I'm 25. 
to a 29 year old man. And he's all like, is, yeah, sure. That's what I want. Yeah, men don't care. Yeah, men don't care. They're like, I'll be 40 with a, with a kid. I don't care. They don't care about these things. So that would have made a difference to him. But he seemed to be kind of like, oh, this is what I admire about you and, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So we, 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 we're going to leave that there for a minute. Okay. And, um, Rachel. Oh God, Brie. Yeah. Brie told him that she had to resign from her job in order to be there. Obviously she stayed there longer than probably what she thought she was going to. She had to leave her job for it. Um, so they had a heart to heart about some things. And she mentioned, you know, about her single mom being able to, to provide for herself and, it was just kind of like, yee- I, I felt like it like put pressure. Yes. Well, that's what I was going to say. I felt uncomfortable Yep. because I feel like it was like, look what I did. My mom being a single parent. And I get it. I'm a single parent. It's like, oh, my mom like just gave up everything so that I could have this job, you know, that I could have this career. And here's the thing. No, her mom gave up so that she could go to school it's her choice to like leave that career or there's other careers, but I just feel like she was putting it on Matt. Like I get, I guess what you're saying is she stayed there longer than she thought. I thought they couldn't have communication with the outside world, but apparently they can if it's jobs and things like that. I guess so. Because that has happened one time before. Okay. A girl had to so leave she, the show because her, her job told her you either come back or you losing your job. And it was a really hard yeah. decision for her. And she and I, went back. And I feel like job. she put that on Matt. Like she put that on him. Like, oh, well, I knew. And, you know, this job means everything yeah. to me. And it was, it was like, oh. Uh, I wish she would have told the cameras this, but not him. Not him. Th- yeah. Pressure pressing down on me. Pressing down on you. Dun, 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 dun. We don't have enough queen in our lives. Under pressure. Okay. Uh, we have queen for days, every day. <laughs> you stop it. You stop <laughs> it. You stop it. Okay. So, um, let's see. Okay, I'm going through. Uh, oh, three. you were going to say Rachel and he talked. Oh, and Rachel got the group date. Rose, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. He wants him some Rachel. They have no, like, when they're talking, you're kind of like, um, <laughs> what, what? What? And this is how I felt about Ari and Lauren from a few seasons ago, where oh. we were like, do they actually like talk about anything of substance? But it, regardless of that, either there's stuff we're not seeing off camera or it doesn't matter. That connection is so strong that he doesn't care. He wants to be with <laughs> his girl. He wants him. Somewhere. And little does he know, she. Little, little does he know, he know she's uncovered. about to have. Uh, yeah, there's. A, she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes in a little while, Matt. So I oh, Matt. Oh, I'm yeah. not going to be in the least bit surprised if if she's the last woman standing. But just imagine if she was, and then all this came out. Obviously, now after he's made his decision. Yep. And maybe that's why her her apology was like, so like, oh my gosh, you know, learn. I didn't learn. So take my advice. And you know, this isn't, I don't know. Let me also just say this too, Mm -hmm. that I forgot that we really shouldn't be judging Rachel's apology because we're not BIPOCs. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so we're not really supposed to judge whether or not it was a good Apollo, you know what I mean though. I wasn't part of the group that was, and my ancestors are not part of the group that would have that were being oppressed mm-hmm. when it comes to the question, the the questionable pictures and that sort of thing. It, does that make sense? 
It does. But let me ask you a question. It wasn't part of the oppressed group that was being oppressed in the pictures and in the situation that occurred. So it's not really my place to judge her apology. And I I forgot about that. Like, we were a little bit too quick to say, oh, I think this is a good apology. Well, the apology wasn't to us. So it wasn't to us to say. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I I agree. I do want to step out on a limb a little bit with that very carefully. And, and again, I can't, it, the apology wasn't addressed to me, but then I think about what if it was, what more could you ask someone to do is just what I'm questioning. You know what I mean? Put I, your money where your mouth is like for, uh, for, it would be watching our actions going forward. Yeah. That's what I thought. Where I are you just, putting you know, your money? Where are you, what are you um, using your platform for that sort of thing? Yeah. Cause she does have a platform now. You know, right. that she, okay. So yeah, there's that, that's, this is gonna be interesting. I want to ask you a question. Cause you're, you know, you're a bachelor fan. Now that like all the trouble, like Serena was the last of like the, you know, like the bad apples to leave. And, you know, the, at first, I, probably every season's like this. You have the girls that are out there causing trouble, yeah. but as you narrow it down to a more polished group. Yeah. I almost felt like part of this, it was kind of boring then. It's kind of like, not, I mean, there was some things going on that kept it going to make me watch it, but it was like that kind of drama, the Victoria drama was gone, you know, right. and the, and the MJ. And it's kind of like, oh, now we're just, we've narrowed this down to this polished group of women that I want to spend my life with. I was just, and maybe too, because they're at the resort and there's only so much you can do with that resort. Yeah. You notice they keep using different areas and like lighting it differently. And, you know, I got to give them props. They're yeah. doing a really good job in COVID. But um, so Kit pays Matt a visit to his house that night. Yes. And oh, we'll just say mm. this. After he gave Rachel the group date, then they leave for uh, some one-on-one time. So she kind of gets her second one-on-one with him. And they go to this like mm. private concert with somebody I've never heard of, but I think it's a famous singer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were dancing. Um, yeah. And so they had they got to have that intimate time together. So there's that. Then after the date, now we see a knock on his sweet door and it is Kit. It's Kit. And she apparently has had some time to think. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, about the make- fact that she didn't get the group rose and is probably not going to be chosen <laughs> at the rose ceremony. She's had time to think about that. And what does she do? She decides to cut her losses now and do it herself. Mm-hmm. Um, is that ownership of the situation? Is that what you felt? Is that what you felt was going yes. on? Oh, for sure. I'm sure she knew okay. that if she had gotten that group date rose, she would not be leaving. Like, come on. But basically, was, for those of you that did go ahead. So, so no, no, I'm so sorry, honey. Go ahead, please. I don't remember what I was going to say. So go, <laughs> go ahead. So sorry about that. I just got really excited. Because, you know, she was like, she had this conversation like, hey, this is my life. This is what I want to do. And he's like, yeah, I'm into that. I like how, you know, you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take charge. Yeah, yeah take charge. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, um, and then she's coming and then she's like, I just want to say I'm not fully into this or I'm not. You deserve to have a woman that's going to be fully in, basically trying to say that she this isn't her focus or she's not fully into him. But then as she's right. And it's funny because he was disappointed. You could tell. I think, or he played off that he was disappointed. And and she goes, this makes it really hard what you're saying, but it doesn't change my, it doesn't change, you know, my actions here. And then she's driving off. And that's when she was like, oh, I hope I haven't made a mistake. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even pay attention to her exit speech. I don't know. I mean, when she's in the car, when she was in the suburban. What's crazy though, is if he had convinced her to stay, I have a feeling that 
he wouldn't have kept her at the rose ceremony. So it's weird to me that that he was wanting her to stay. Because I just, between Piper and Bree and Kit, I just don't see him keeping Kit of those three women. Because those were the three women Mm -hmm. on the chopping block. He'd already chosen Serena P and Rachel. I felt like it was an absolute shoe-in that he was going to choose Michelle. So the the remaining three girls that were kind of up in the air were Kit, Piper, and Bree. Um, and Piper and Bree, he had really strong connections with them from what we could see. Bree from very early on and Piper, it was a slower burn. But like, I mean, he was like mugging down with her on several occasions and it looked like there was a lot of chemistry. Yeah, I was happy to see Piper go. She was just way too insecure about her time with Matt and what was going on. She needed to like calm down. You know, it was just all, she just got really worked up. They've broken all these girls um, at this point, I guess is the problem. She, it was not a good look the way she was acting with Heather. So I was a little bit disappointed by that. But I also understand that they're super stressed out. They've had a lot thrown at them more so than any other season. And they had already been, remember, there have also been quarantined before they even leading up to the season. So it's not like this was, you know, this was months of being trapped and mm-hmm. everything, you know, complete and utter mind fuck. So I'm going to give her some some grace for kind of flying off the handle. But I do think that she was a bit meaner to to Heather than she needed to be. Yeah, I'm just glad she was. I'm, I'm just glad she was gone. Um, I get the feeling she's the kind of person that would say, Heather, I'm sorry. I went I went hard in the paint that night. And it really honestly reflecting on it, it wasn't about you. It was about the situation. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have taken it out on you. Like, I can see her saying something like that. And maybe she will. Um, so then will. he has a group date with Jasenia and the whole, like, I don't understand. They call it drifting. I have no desire to be in a car and be doing that. Like that just doesn't seem fun to me. Like I like cars, you know, me, you know, my, I, I like like classic cars and, but I'm not into like racing or apparently we've established that Kurt doesn't like living on the edge with like jumping out of planes or drifting cars. So guys, fellas who are like, listening to this and who have their eye on me and ready to come talk to me. Don't take me for that stuff, but I do. It's on my vision board, which Leanne and I are going to have to talk about because we're still working on our vision boards. Um, I do have extreme sports on there. I kind of, I love hiking and I'm kind of, I kind of want to get into like that biking down the hiking path. So that's pretty intense, but something about it. Hiking is not extreme sports, Kurt. I hate to listen. No, 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 (laughs) no, (laughs) Jesus. Sorry. No, I mean, no, it's like biking. Like, um, like when you bike down extreme, I don't know what it's called, but like you have those special bikes that you go down, you ride down the path. Okay. Okay. It's it's so extreme like biking. biking. I guess mountain biking. Yeah. And like guys that were doing all that, it was kind of hot. So <laughs> I could see extreme sports being in my future. My husband does um, this. He do- oh my God. Better stop telling me this stuff. He does he extreme has, biking. He has, yeah, he has a mountain bike and he goes out to the <gasps> trails like Walnut Creek where there's like really like, you know, like level, whatever the fuck. I don't know. It has that different, it has that, it has that bigger wheel, right? The wheels are yeah, like, like it has the special wheels in the way that the, like it lower seats or some shit. <gasps> I got to talk to hubby about this. I'm he curious. got rid Something... of it. He sold his road bike and bought this. Um, and he, mm. we have a few trails in Austin that are good for. Does he wear a helmet? I would assume he better. He fucking better wear a helmet. He is know, a son okay, and a good. wife to look after. I know. <laughs> if he doesn't, just, don't tell me because I will fucking murder him. I just saw a friend's video. 
I just saw a friend's video of him like going down. It was called the suicide path. And it was around here on one of the hiking trails. And I was like, oh my God. Cause like you, you go and then it's like this rock you like fly over. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Oh, hubby, we'll have to talk about this. Something else we have in common. Okay. Bam. In Drifting. Common. I wasn't impressed. Yeah, with the it was kind of weird. And then like, and you then know how <laughs> they had shown the preview of, of him like throwing her up on the hood of the car and making out with her? Yeah. He asked for him to put her up on the on the hood. Yes, of the car. I've She's always like, wanted to do this. Then she wraps yeah. her legs around him. And it was just like, that was yeah, the closest no. sexual pose that on camera they've got with anybody. Exactly. You know? And I, he wasn't, didn't seem to be into that because um, it's, it's so sad. Now these girls are going to rewatch it and see where they messed up. But like, she's like, yeah, I'm falling in love with you, Matt. And, and then Matt's she had like, to go for broke. I mean, she's got to get as far as yeah. she can. And then, and then like he hands her the, ro- he pulls up that rose and then he's like, you know, okay. and bachelor producers, I <laughs> would like to petition Please stop making the lead pick up the fucking rose if they're not going to give them the fucking rose. Please stop. Stop with it. It started a few seasons back. As a matter of fact, I remember it first in Rachel Lindsay's series when she would pick up the rose and say some speech and then say, but I can't give you this rose. Please make it stop. It's just like you fuck with these contestants enough. Please don't make the lead pick up the rose and make them think they're about to get the rose. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, thank you for sure. Petition, please consider my petition. Okay. No, no, I, I agreed. It was like, but I can't give you this rose. And oh, Jacinia, I really didn't feel anything there between them anyway. Um, oh, and then Piper. Yes, we talked about Piper left. Yeah, and... so at the end of the night, Piper was the one person. Because Jacenia left on the date and Kit took herself out of the game. So there was only one extra girl. So it was down to five girls at the rose ceremony. He um, had already given the two roses to Rachel and Serena. So first he chose um, Brie, which was a surprise to me. I thought Michelle would get the first rose. But he chose Brie, which made me go <clears throat> like that. But I was like, the whole time I did think that it was Piper going home. Um, and then he, and then he gave the last rose to Michelle and then Piper had to go. And so next week is hometowns. We are already, well, I shouldn't say we already, we're finally here a week of hometowns and the families are all going to come in. I'm assuming they've already been quarantining for a while, which is weird too, because that means probably all of those girls' families were quarantining at Nemo. Well, that's what I was wondering. I was trying to figure out how do you do this? Yeah. in preparation of not knowing. So normally. Normally you go to their homes, their actual hometown. You go to their hometown and then you have like a hometown date where they show you around their hometown so you can get to know them. And then mm-hmm. they meet the family. But I'm just curious. I'm thinking about when there's the, you know, even if there is a gay version of Bachelor, I doubt they're going to want a guy that's like, you know, early 40s, but maybe. But I was just kind of <laughs> thinking about like, how would my hometown go? But it's so weird because like I live in LA for like 21 years and I guess I would still go to my hometown. I don't know. You could. I mean, I guess you would kind of get to decide, like, do you want to take them out to the Polish town or do you want to show them your haunt in in L.A.? Because that's where Babs is. Because uh-huh. whoever you're going to if you were to date and get that far on the show, you would need to introduce them to Babs. She would play a big role in your hometown date. But I was but I was that's true. But I was. Oh, Yeah. So it may be my LA family that we have to come and like see. Um, but anyway, or maybe your family flies out to LA, thought, or Babs flies with, yeah, out to the, the LA Polish family team. and the other. 
Anyhow, continue. Yeah, that'd probably be more make make for better TV. Anyway, no, I was thinking about it if that were ever to happen, but I'm like, I'm probably too old for this show. <laughs> God, not for the 55 oh, and above Lord. show. I'm, I'm not 55. <laughs> I'm 40. You're closer to some, don't age me fucking 15 years. Late, you know. Uh, there have been some people in their early 40s on the show, but um, on the show. There have been? Yeah, men, not women per se. Uh, Claire was what, 38, 39? The, the last. Oh, okay. On the last Bachelorette season, which was Because I just of, saw it was like, it was like 20s. It was like 20s club. Yeah, they you know? kind of, the pendulum kind of swings between the 30 year olds. Well, so usually like guys in their 30s <laughs> and then girls in their 20s, but like 21, like Kit being 21, I think that's the absolute youngest they've ever had on their show. Um, 22 is also like 22, 23 is still considered pretty young, even 24. But like on Peter's season, all mm-hmm. the girls were like between 22 and 24, it felt like. So I don't know. That's the thing. It'd, it'd be a whole other, it'd be a whole other show, women in their 20s versus their 30s. Oh, yeah. But this makes for good TV. It absolutely is a completely makes for good different TV, show. You know? Yeah, for sure. So okay, well, so that's so. Let me ask you, how many? How do we break it down? So next is hometowns. How many more do we have left? How does this work? So we've got hometowns, and then he'll let one girl go after hometowns, and at least I think he will. (sighs) They kind of change it. It depends on the season, but then the following week will be fantasy suites. So he'll get a very long date with each girl. And at the end of the night, they'll be offered a fantasy suite if they want to go and spend time together off camera. They'll get the whole night together with no crew. And they finally get to talk about anything that they didn't want filmed. Mm. Um, and then, you know, of course, if they want to make whoopee, they can make some whoopee as well. Do people talk about it or do they keep that private like afterwards? It's kind of both. Um, mm-hmm. It really just depends on the season. But where the focus lies, but yeah, sometimes they do. And sometimes it's, you know, no, we just don't talk about it or they'll, they'll play it up like they did do it, but they didn't. <laughs> I can't wait to hear how this goes down. So wait, that's going to be a long like episode. Well, well how, what are they going to film if there's the fantasy suite? Like how does well, so that they go? Film, that... They, so they'll film the whole day date and everything oh. leading up to it in the dinner when they decide to go into the fantasy suite. Then they'll see, then they'll film them like going into the fantasy suite and getting settled in. And then they'll do something like with the window closing or the doors closing mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's time for the crew to go away. But that's three girls full on full one-on-one dates for the entire day. Oh. So then he'll okay. let another girl go after fantasy suites. And then there will be a top two. And for the okay. top two, those two girls meet his family. And then they get one last like one-on-one date together. And then it's the finale where <sighs> they decide, you know, where he's supposed to get down on one, break up with a girl and then get down on a knee for another girl. <gasps> so wait, there's four more left, four or five. Um, let me think. This was week fantasy. seven. See, fan- so hometowns, fantasy suites, meeting the family finale ish. Yeah, I think four. Oh my god, this goes on for a while. Well, we are we're invested. talking about people getting engaged to be married. If you think about it, it's not going on long enough. And then we have to talk about if we're going to keep going on with this in our Patreon with the Bachelorette. I don't know. Um, we have to talk about it. it depends who it is. That's and- true too. And also, I think it depends who it is. And also, we need to start a campaign to get me on the show for okay. a gay version. 
for a gay version. Everybody. But I just, but I just think, I don't know, a bunch of men rooming together. I don't know. They're, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, I mean, you know what I mean? Either way, I want to see you on TV so I can talk mad shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. and so that they'll bring me on. So whenever you do the family meet and greet, they have to meet me. Of course, because you're my, yeah, you're my podcast. And then I'm going to sit you down and be like, listen, <laughs> I don't see yeah, you with this guy. Yeah, that's he doesn't what I deserve noticed. you. <laughs> that's what I noticed. Like the family, they're like, oh, and I don't see you that invested in him. And, you know, and like they all do that, right? Or some supportive. No, some families are very supportive and some families are not down about the show at all. And you can tell that they were dragged kicking and screaming Ugh. to be filmed and that sort of thing. So I'm afraid Rachel's family is not going to help support what happened with Rachel <laughs> the last few weeks. <laughs> it just doesn't seem look. that way. Yeah, her just a uh, few clips of her dad. It just seemed kind of like, well, we'll I don't see. know. I don't know. I wasn't paying close enough attention. So we'll just have to see how it goes. I, am I, I'm just, I guess maybe it's the Virgo. I'm so detail oriented. Yeah. I I mean, as I have stated many times, I'm here for the extras. I'm here for the Twitter game and the podcast and the silliness and the frenzy of it all. Like when I'm actually watching it, honestly, I miss a lot of shit because I'm on my phone and just being ridiculous. So. Well, you're lucky I'm your partner in, in, in crime here because I'm taking notes. Okay. All right. So that was a recap. That was our recap. Thank you for helping us solve world peace. We just solved world peace. If you would like to email us your questions or comments, it's teenagertoddler2020 at gmail.com. If you would like more content from us, uh, then go on patreon.com forward slash teenagertoddler. And please follow us on Instagram and like our posts uh, at teenagertoddler on Instagram. Because there's extra good health and karma that we can promise if you follow us on Instagram. And um yeah. Good karma points. Um, please kindly rate and review the podcast. It really helps other people find us. And the best thing you could possibly do ever is if you would just tell a friend or family member that you think would enjoy this podcast. Um, word of mouth is always the best way to show your love. Okay. Yes. Love you. Love you too. Bye.